All right, guys, and we are back with another episode of Real Talk. As always, Jeff here and Brad. Brad, how are you? Dude, I am doing well. Excited to do one more mock before the real thing. Two days out. Super excited. All right, guys, we have a we have a guest. We haven't had a guest on the pod in a, in a long time, especially not a new guest. But this is Anthony Dubois. Anthony, how are you, man? I'm doing great. Excited to be here. Uh, thanks for having me along. Awesome. Yeah, thanks for joining, on, especially on a short notice. But one thing we like to do with new guests is we just like to ask them at least 10 questions, uh, give the, the listeners an idea of who you root for, maybe if you're being biased to a certain team. So we'll get that out of the open right here. So uh, let's start here. Favorite sports team? Any any sport? It's uh, the Michigan Wolverines. I've been Michigan a football Wolverines. fan for God knows how long. Okay. Uh, favorite player from that team? Any any Wolverine ever? Wow. Uh I grew up in the 90s. I'm going to go with uh, Charles Woodson. Awesome. Woodson's great. Um, favorite current athlete? Any sport? I'm I'm really coming around on this Otani uh, guy out of uh, Anaheim, the pitcher who uh, oh, is like okay. absolutely it's something we haven't seen in our generation really is a pitcher out and like, you know, playing every game. Yeah, for sure. Uh, favorite all-time athlete? Uh, Michael Jordan. <laughs> Michael Jordan. All right. I'll just leave it there. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Pe- Pepsi or Coke? I'm uh, more of a Pepsi guy. Okay. Apple or Android? Uh, I'm Apple products. Okay. Favorite TV show? Ooh. Uh, wow. There's a lot of them. Uh, I'd probably have to go with Scrubs. Scrubs? Okay. Marvel or DC? You strike Marvel. me as a Marvel guy. Okay, I Marvel. knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I mean, you can see behind me. Okay, uh. <laughs> who's your favorite NFL team? Uh, it's the Panthers. And who are you hoping they draft? Hoping they draft uh, Slater. I I hear a lot of fields, and I really don't want it to happen. <laughs> okay. Okay. So what we're going to do here is uh, this is our Real Talk Mock Draft 2.0. We did this last week, uh, just Brad and I. This week, I'm going to be uh, just kind of moderating and, and letting these guys bounce back and forth. Uh, last week, I was odd. Brad was even. And this week, he's going to be odd. And Anthony's going to be even. Okay? So with that being said, the first pick of the NFL draft is an odd number, and that belongs to the Jacksonville Jaguars. They are on the clock. Brad, who are the Jaguars selecting? Got to protect Gardner Minshew, Panea Sewell, left tackle, Ortman. It's been uh, <laughs> It's been Trevor Lawrence for about, you know, six or seven months. When the Jets beat the Rams, Trevor Lawrence went to Jacksonville. That's a done deal. It'd be one of the biggest shocks in television history if he does not go to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Urban Meyer stated today that it's between uh, – <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny that this is even a conversation. He actually stated it was between Fields, Wilson, and Lawrence. So it's <laughs> – Pure comedy right there. But sure it is. An- Anthony, number two belongs to the Jets. Who are the Jets selecting? I, I'm pretty sure this is also another lock. Uh, I don't really see them going anything other than Zach Wilson here. Zach Wilson off the board. Zach Wilson. Good stuff. Uh, the third pick belonged to the Texans. It was traded to the Dolphins. The Dolphins then traded it to the Niners. The Niners are on the clock. Who are they taking? Um, it'd be fun. A lot of people local like Justin Fields with Ohio State being a lot of fans, especially on the Facebook page. 
Um, they came out and said that they also like Trey Lance along with Mac Jones. I think that's just smoke. I think it's a cover up in case Mac Jones does not work out because that's who they're taking. Mac Jones, quarterback from Alabama. Whether you agree with it or not, all signs point to Mac Jones going three. And then the draft starts. And then the draft starts, as they say. So three quarterbacks off the board. Not the first time it's happened. It's happened a couple times. Uh, number four, the Atlanta Falcons are on the clock. Anthony, who are the Falcons selecting? Uh, I think it has to be Kyle Pitts here. Uh, Kyle the guy's Pitt. been outstanding like in all of his uh, pro days and everything. And I mean, it, he's the best non-quarterback talent on the board, I think. Yeah, I think a lot of people agree with that. Um, I'm between him and Jamar Chase. I'm huge on Jamar Chase. I I won't shut up about Jamar Chase, but Kyle Pitts is an absolute stud. I actually had him on my my fantasy um, football team in 2019 in college fantasy, and he was just a stud for me. So he's been he's been balling for a while. Number five is up. It's the Cincinnati Bengals. Brad, this pick belongs to you. I've been preaching for weeks. You've been preaching a separate way. I know you've come around. Who are the Bengals I selecting? I have come around. I, I'm going to lock in Jamar Chase, wide receiver. Um, I just, as much as I think it should be offensive tackle, they, they have, I think, they have a top five pick in the second round as well. They do. And there's going to be quite a few giants, quite a few interior offensive linemen that are applicable. And I know the wide receiver draft is big too, but like you said, there's Jamar Chase. And then the next four guys are really far away at wide receiver. You know, there is Panasul yeah. and Slater, but there are guys like Darisaw, uh, Jalen Mayfield, Elijah Barrett Tucker, Wyatt Davis, some guys that can still make it to the second round. Um, a big thing that you mentioned to me as well, if it was Jamar Chase from Ohio State or Jamar Chase from Texas A&M or Jamar Chase from Oregon, it'd be different. But this is a guy who they threw for almost 2,000 yards together with. Joe Burrow um, broke college records with Jamar Chase. Correct. They're good friends. Yeah. And um, I just want to point this out with the, if those are the next two picks. Kyle Pitts had a faster 40 time than Jamar Chase. I just want people to understand that. He ran yeah. a 4-3-3. His wingspan's like 83-plus inches. No, Kyle Pitts is a dog. No, he's 46 a dog. catches, mm-hmm. zero drops last year. Kyle Pitts, is he's got to be the first positional player off the board. But Jamar Chase at five to the Bengals. All right, this is uh, this is fun because now the Dolphins are on the board. They once owned the third pick from Houston. They traded out. They traded back into six. Anthony, who were the Dolphins selecting at six? So without Jamar Chase there, who I would originally think they'd draft, uh, I think they're going to go Panay Sewell, uh, get, some, get somebody in front of uh, two of their, yeah. you know, keep them healthy. The, the one consistent thing that I've heard – with the Dolphins is that they're not going defense. They are going to surround Tua with whatever they can potentially surround him with to make him better, go all in. And as Colin likes to say, by Thanksgiving, we're going to know what we have with Tua. I, I also, I, I put it on Facebook. I've been preaching a little bit. I think we all need to watch out for a huge wrench being thrown with Miami possibly taking a quarterback. I don't think that's off the board. And I think it would absolutely throw a lot of people for a loop. Yeah. Uh, Lions up at seven, Brad, this pick belongs to you. Um, it's real close here. They could be a little boring, but protect Jared Goff with Rashawn Slater still being on the board. Yeah. But 
I think they really like Jalen Waddle. I think they want to go with the top wide receiver. Chase is gone. I on my board, I have Jalen Waddle as the second best receiver. That's where he's going to go to Detroit. You did do something fun in your in your mock. Are you are you still standing by that? What's that? You had them trading up to four potentially. Oh yeah, in in my first one, I had them trading up to four, but after more and more research. I don't think the Falcons are budging. In my personal mock draft, I have them trading with the Broncos here back to nine. Okay. But um, just for the sake of this draft, um, Lions at seven are going to take Jalen Waddle. Awesome. Jalen Waddle off the board. So now comes pick eight. That belongs to the Carolina Panthers. Boom, boom, boom. That pick belongs to Anthony. You are a Panthers fan. Yeah. He's there. Uh, if, uh, if this pick is anything other than Rashawn Slater, I'm so upset as a Panthers fan. It it has to be. Uh, people have been saying quarterback. I don't know why we trade for Darnold if we're going to pick a quarterback in the first round. No. Absolutely no reason for it. No, I believe but, uh, I believe that organization also believes in Darnold. I do want to say, I believe they're looking to d- remove Teddy Bridgewater. And everyone thought if they traded for Darnold and believed in him, they'd give him a five year, his fifth year option. They have not picked it up yet. Will they pick it up after the draft if they don't get a quarterback? Or I believe the only one they would take is Justin Fields. I don't think they're looking to trade. But if they stay at eight and Justin Fields makes it there, I think it's a potential they draft Fields and then Bridgewater will be out of the building quickly and they'll have a quarterback competition. But I just think if they truly believed in Darnold, they would have picked up the fifth year already. That's why I say it's not off the table. But I think Rashawn Slater's the smarter pick here too. Christian McCaffrey, get him a better offensive line. You know, Darnold, Bridgewater, you've got quarterbacks. What your wide receivers did almost flew under the radar. Jeff yeah. was pumping him up on the podcast, but a lot of the big heads on ESPN, they didn't mention enough about what the wide receivers for the Panthers were doing. Yep, yeah, 2,000 yard receivers that, you know, you you can't. The only yeah, receiver, pick receiver here. 500 yards the last two years is DJ Moore. Right. Yeah, Anthony, Anthony, I'm not sure when you when you discovered Real Talk or when you first listened to a pod, but Brad is here as my witness. I talked about the Panthers all year long, and I'm yeah. not a Panthers fan. <laughs> I wouldn't shove about the Panthers. I thought they were the they, best team that wasn't winning football games. They were just we, well coached, and it shows. We needed a leader at this point, and yeah. I, I've been high on Sam Darnold. I thought whoever he went to was going to do well, and – I was completely pumped when I heard he was coming to Carolina. Yeah, it's huge. I think up. there's I think there's a a healthy amount of people who liked Sam Darnold out of college or thought he would do well and he just went to the wrong know, Adam, organization. Adam Gase and the Jets. I think there's plenty of talent there. We'll see if Matt Rule can tap into it. Okay, Richard Slater is off the board. This next pick is at nine. It belongs to the Denver Broncos. That belongs to you, Brad. Brad, who are the Broncos selecting here? Um, I do think it's possible that the Broncos could go Micah Parsons for a middle linebacker, but if okay. both quarterbacks are there, I think they have their pick of Fields or Lance. I don't think they could pass that up. They're going to draft Justin Fields, and there's going to be a quarterback battle in Denver. Justin Fields off the board here. All right. Pick 10, Dallas Cowboys. They've uh, they basically said they're not going to trade up because the price is just too high. Even though they do, they they've acknowledged they want Kyle they Pitts. Down, they could trade down, but they've acknowledged yeah. they want Kyle Pitts. It's not going to happen. Anthony, who are they taking at ten? Uh, it's 
been like I think it was one of the worst secondaries last year. Uh yeah. Uh, and the Cowboys, I I don't know why you draft anything other than Patrick Sertan the second year. I really don't. Uh, they need to shore that uh, secondary up real bad. Yeah, for sure. Patrick Sertan is pretty much the consensus pick to the for the Cowboys. I mean, he's almost as consensus as Trevor Lawrence well, is to the Jets. Yeah, I do want to say that, but man, oh man, it seems like every day J.C. Horn is flying up charts. Yeah, they, I love J.C. Horn. They could buy into the hype and get him, which I don't think is a bad move either. I think they're both yeah. going to be really good. Yeah, there is a lot of talk about Caleb Farley now. Is it, is it Farley, right? Yeah, I believe it's Farley. The corner out of Virginia Tech is now starting to fall down draft boards. Potential back issues they're talking yep. about. But um, regardless, Patrick's retained. Great pick there. Do, Number 11. Oh, go ahead. I just want to say watch out for the Cowboys. If there's a team willing to give up one or two, probably two, but two defensive starters and another pick, I think that the Cowboys would be willing to trade out of that spot. I honestly, um, the more I think about it, I look at the Bears. If they're willing to give up Akeem Hicks, and Khalil Mack, like they were for Russell Wilson, if they're willing to give up one of those guys in the 20th overall pick in a cornerback deep draft and two good safeties at the top of that position, I think this is a good spot for the Cow or the Bears to attempt to go up for the last remaining quarterback, whether it's Fields, Lance, somebody else. But watch, watch out for the boys trading back. Watch the Patriots from 15 to 10 trading either J.C. Jackson or Stephon Gilmore in a pick swap. Okay. That's true too. Another starting and, and so. a starting corner, and then they're still able to get another starting corner. And I think the Cowboys would feel really good about dropping five spots and getting either a J.C. Jackson or a Stephon Gilmore. I think they'd feel really good about that. Cowboys, actually, the whole 10, 11, 12, where it's three NFC teams back yes. to back. There could be a lot of movement in this this little area here. That's fun because obviously being at 11, 12, 13 for the Cowboys, or yeah, 10, 11, 12. The Cowboys don't want the Eagles or the Giants to get a player that they want, but it's vice versa. So, I mean, those three teams could move up and down and, and shift around. It's it's fun. Giants at 11. Brad, who are they taking? I, I'm a firm believer that they don't need offensive help unless they wanted to go Elijah Vera Tucker here. Um, the addition of Kenny Galladay with Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton, Evan Ingram, Saquon Barkley. Danny Dimes. I like their offense a lot. I'm much bigger on the Giants than a lot of people. So I look at them to take Micah Parsons, a total freak who if he would have played last year instead of opting out, we'd be talking about him around the 7-8 area too, maybe even 5 or 6. Absolute freak. The only critique you can find on the guy is sometimes he likes to roam. I believe you pair him who's a freakish athlete with a guy like Jabril Peppers who kind of commands that defense. I think they could do a lot of different things in the middle of the field. Giants are coming together, especially in the secondary. They need to sure up the middle of the field. Micah Parsons, huge pick there. Yep. Number 12, this rounds out the NFC East picks. Eagles are on the clock. Anthony, who are the Eagles selecting? Uh, they need as much help on offense as they can get. I think they're going to uh, go best available receiver here and uh, pick up Devonta Smith. Devonta Smith. The trophy winner falls to 12. Second straight year that they would pick a wide receiver in the first round. <clears throat> and it doesn't seem to be catching up. They, they struggle. They, they struggle to keep all wide receivers healthy for whatever reason. I think it's um, just the infrastructure of the team. Like, in my just opinion, what they, uh, yeah, in my opinion, I don't think they're rooting for Devonta Smith to follow them. I think they want Jalen Waddell. They need somebody bigger. They, they struggle with injuries to the wide receiver spot, getting a smaller one. I can't imagine they love, but they will take a wide receiver at that total spot. If it's Smith, it's Smith. That's right. what 
I, I think there's a real possibility that if Waddle and Chase are gone, and Smith is the last one, they're a team that's looking actively looking to trade back to get more picks. If for some reason, say the Lions decide to go Smith over Waddle and Waddle falls to them at 12, they will take yeah. him. But I believe once we see Waddle and Smith off the board, say it's around seven, eight, or nine, the Eagles are making calls. Who wants the 12th pick? We don't have a guy we want, unless it's a corner. They could also go J.C. Horn here, but I, I agree with Anthony. I think it's got to be offense. Yeah. 13 L.A. Chargers are on the clock. Brother, I'm not going to waste too much time. Uh, protect the guy that you just drafted, you know, taking your team to heights you've never been to in recent years. Justin Herbert's going to get some protection. Elijah Vera Tucker, USC. Um, really good at left guard. Injuries to the team, kicked him out to left tackle, still did well. Two full years of starting at USC, only allowed 15 quarterback pressures. He's going to the Chargers. Andy's from USC, stays in stays yeah. in California, home yeah. kid. I, I like the pick. Pick 14 belongs to the Minnesota Vikings. Anthony, you're on the clock, man. Who are you taking? So I think they need uh, some help on the front line. Uh it was either going to be Darisaw or Tucker, whichever one went to uh, the Chargers. The other one was going to the Vikings. So I think it's going to be Darisaw here. Okay. Big left tackle off the board. Bengals are sweating. Another O lineman goes. All right. The greatest franchise to ever walk this plant, the New England Patriots at 15. Brad. What are the Patriots selecting? Well, I mean, this is a mock draft. I could see them taking J.C. Horn because they need a corner. Um, maybe they're confident they're getting Garoppolo, but my personal mock draft, I'm going to have them taking Trey Lance if he falls to 15. He's got big size, which Cam Newton also has. He's able to sit for a little while, let Cam take the difficult games. You know, preseason's going to be big for him, but Trey Lance, got to get the quarterback. I'd be happy with that pick. I like Trey. He's actually my favorite quarterback of the ones that I feel like we can get. Yeah, it, so, so you're removing Lawrence and Wilson out of the conversation. You like yeah. him over Fields or Jones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I don't believe he's as ready as those other guys. I actually believe Fields and, and Jones could probably both play this year, but I do believe Trey Lance has the biggest upside. He's just a big the mystery, body. The mystery around yes. him is really fun. yeah. Uh, pick 16 belongs to the Arizona Cardinals. Lots of good players on the on the board. The Cardinals need a few pieces. Anthony, what are the Cardinals doing? So I, I think they look real hard at Christian Barmore here. Uh, they could take him, but in the end, I think they uh, shore up their secondary pick up uh, J.C. Horn here. See, J.C. Horn falling to them would be an absolute steal no if they lose Patrick Peterson. And they feel great if J.C. Horn's on the on the board. Uh, that is, yeah. J.C. Horns is flying is flying up the the charts. People love him. Six foot, two hundred pounds. That's a big corner. Corners aren't big like that. Um, that's a great pick. Seventeen. The Las Vegas Raiders are on the clock. Who are the Raiders selecting, Brad? I still think when you're playing against Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert. And the Broncos have good receivers. You got to go secondary back end. I've been locked in this pick. I've never wavered. Safety, Trayvon Moharig, TCU. 
absolute monster on the back end. I think it's something they desperately need, along with every other position on defense. But I really like this guy. I think he fits this team really well. You know, Anthony, you had said the Cowboys secondary is pretty bad last year, one of the worst, and it was. But over the last, like, five years, the Raiders have had a tr- just atrocious secondary. This is a huge pick, and they have to feel good about it. Watch for them to go for someone like Sean Wade, who's not even on the board, but played for Ohio State. Sean Wade. You know what's crazy? Sean Wade literally, so last year he's projected first round. He came back to Ohio State, didn't exactly have the best year. I think he's projected fourth or fifth round now. He played phenomenal and then got exposed in the playoffs is what happened. He he got in the playoffs against Clemson and Alabama. He didn't have a good showing and his draft stock plummeted. He's going to be, I think he's going to be a really good second round pick for somebody 18 this is the Dolphins second pick you had them selecting Panay Swole you have them again who are they taking here I think they go on the other side of the football here and uh get Christian Barmore here uh get somebody up on their front line and you know uh just someone that can really get in there after a quarterback he's a big boy too he's like 313 you know what's crazy is if the Dolphins were to potentially trade out of six to somebody that wants to really move up, they could end up with three first-round picks. They really could. Which means <laughs> yeah. seven in the next three years or something yeah, like that. They're, dude, they're just, they have so many draft picks, they don't know what to do with them. I, I mean, I told you this off-air and now that we're on the podcast. I mean, they could have traded out of three and then back up to six, knowing that if Pitts and Chase are gone, they're the first pick available to trade with to get one of the remaining two quarterbacks. So it could yeah. have been all a ploy just to get more and more draft capital. So we'll see. We'll see what um, Flores is doing with that. Washington football team is on the clock at pick 19. Who are they taking? Um, he's, he's still there. I think he's a good talent. Um, I know they don't need much help in their front seven, but – they don't need any front seven. I know, so I'm gonna, I want to stay away from there. They don't need any front seven at all. You know what? They have, the, they have the best front seven in the league, in my opinion. Yeah, they're they're going, Steelers. They're still going to go on the the back end here, and um, oh man, this they're is the spot they would Farley. trade down. Yeah, they're going to take Caleb Farley. Okay. Even with the back injuries, he's too good. He's too good. They're going to take the risk. Caleb Farley is off the board. They can't get a quarterback. I think they they work on making their defense number one in the league. Yeah. Yeah, for whatever reason, he continues to fall down draft boards, but he's still a great player. Pick 20 belongs to the Chicago Bears. Dub Bears are on the clock. Anthony, who are you taking there? This this is a wild card pick because they could really go either side of the ball here. Um, they, they need some help. They need help. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with Greg Newsom. I think they, I think they're gonna get some help back there. Uh, I, I think he's probably the best talent left there, and uh, so yeah, they're gonna go Newsom to shore up their defense. Watch them as a team that moves up and grabs a receiver. They have one, a very good one, but he's only tagged. So they're going to need a receiver at least to pair with him or as their go-to guy in the future. Watch them as a team that moves up with the maybe, I don't know, there's a lot of teams that want to move down and they I grab a bottle. I have them going all the way up to 12. To steal a wide receiver? 
Who, in yeah. my mind, I have it to get Trey Lance. Oh, okay. They, yeah, but, quarterback, obviously, too. Yeah. yeah. All right, Colts are on the clock at pick 21. Brad, it is to you, sir. Sorry about your name, sir, but it's Jeremiah Owusa-Koromo. I don't know if that's how you say it. I say people calling him JOK, but um, linebacker out of Notre Dame. He's the second-best middle linebacker. I think he bolsters their front seven. And I kind of feel bad, but we're at 22, and no edge rushers have gone yet. I think Anthony might do something about that with the Titans. But The Titans need <clears> an edge rusher already, as uh, bad as anyone. They've already got but, the madman out there, Leonard. So. so pick 22 belongs to the Tennessee Titans. Anthony, it is to you, sir. I know that we have talked extensively on this pod about about how bad the Titans are in the pass rush. Brad, you've talked many times about how they still need a receiver and a tight end because they lost Johnny Smith. They lost Corey Davis. Anthony, save the franchise. Who are you taking? Uh, I think they're on Quiddy Pay here. Uh, The blue, baby. Taking the the boy out of Michigan. I believe so, yeah. Okay. I think he he has more upside. Uh, The problem was he was under... uh, not the best defensive coordinator in the world in Michigan. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Who's just constantly rushing him uh, the whole team. And so I think he has the most upside out of anybody on this draft. Really. Quiddy pay is not getting enough love. The man is, uh, he's going to be a stud at the next level. I can't wait. Um, he's my number one defensive end as well. Pick 23. It's belongs to the jets. They've already selected Zach Wilson earlier in the draft. It's their second pick. Brad. Who are the Jets selecting this time? As, as much as as much as I could go with another edge rusher here, I think they help out Zach. Um, Zach Wilson, sorry. Blood. Yeah, you're right. You got it. Oh, I just forgot it for a second. But um, as much as it kills me that on draft day, if this was true and it was one pick ahead of my beloved Steelers, Najee Harris, Alabama, doesn't quite make it to 24 for the Steelers. The Jets are going to take him. Much as it would be cool, I don't think he will make it. So, as I pointed out on uh, Mock Draft 1.0, Makai Becton last year, earlier in the round, they take Zach Wilson at quarterback, and now they're getting their stud running back. Jets were finally year. starting to look. They're starting to look good. Second round pick last year was the wide receiver out of ba- uh, Baylor, Denzel Mims. That's right. They still yeah. got Jamison Crowder. They signed Corey Davis. Yeah. They bring in the big left tackle, Najee Harris, Zach Wilson. It all starts to come together. And if, if you're a guy like uh, Robert Sala, the defensive coordinator from the 49ers coming to the Jets, maybe you think we'll draft as many players to help our young quarterback, and I'm good enough on defense to use our personnel to make something happen. Yeah. I see that being the case, Najee Harris. A lot of players available still. A lot of players gone. It's pick 24. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers. Anthony, you're on the clock. And if, you're, uh, if your pick is not good enough, Brad's going to let you hear about it. <laughs> oh, man. Um, <laughs> I, so if Najee Harris was there, I think uh, this drops to them uh, realistically. Um, instead... I think they're going to protect their older quarterback, who's been very injury-prone lately. I think they're going to pick uh, Tevin Jenkins here to uh, give him some protection, hopefully. Tevin Jenkins, offensive tackle, Oklahoma State. Okay. I actually like a few different players potentially to land with Pittsburgh there. Um, Najee Harris, ETN. Uh, even though Brad, I felt maybe potentially overdrafted him. 
Um, well, well, sure. He's, Dickin, he's not Dickinson out of Alabama. This I'm is not just saying best, right. Yeah, I, I just think best at your position team need. I think it's just something happens there. But I, I'm I'm okay with any offensive lineman really. I think we'd go interior before tackle, like a Wyatt Davis out of Ohio State there, or um, I, yeah, you know I'm okay with that. Tevin Jenkins is gone though. Over Jalen Mayfield, that's going to be a talking point from Michigan. Yeah. So uh, pick 25 belongs to the Jacksonville Jaguars. They previously selected Trevor Lawrence, number one overall. Yeah. Uh, where is pick 25 going? Somehow Jalen Phillips, edge rusher, Miami's still here. They're going to take him, go on the defensive side of the ball. They have to be happy about that pick. Absolutely. Bringing a Florida kid back to Florida. I have to imagine they're happy with that pick. Okay, pick 26. Anthony, wow. you live in Ohio. You know what these Brown fans want. I or really you, don't. They're rough. Nobody knows what Brown fans uh, want. Oh, man. Like, they're so solid. It, it's definitely a defensive pick. Um, I guess they get another edge rusher. You got two big guys on either end of the line now. You get an edge rusher in there. Uh, I'm going to go with Jason Away uh, from uh, Penn State. Jason away out of Penn State. He was he did not make our uh, our mock one point or some new no, name. He did company. not. We had three edge rushers. We had Gregory Rousseau as the third one gone, which yeah. he's going right now to the Ravens at twenty seven. All right, replace that hole left by Matthew Judon, Gregory Rousseau, Miami. So two Miami pass rushers in the matter of three. Three, three picks. Two picks. Oh. Yep. All righty here. Off the board. All right, the Saints at pick 28. Drew Brees just recently retired. They have a bazillion and a half quarterbacks on the roster still, and they're a million dollars under the cap. When I say a million, I should say a trillion because a million's not a lot in the NFL. <laughs> they're a trillion dollars under the cap. Who are the Saints taking at pick 28? They're... Uh... They're not taking anything on the offensive side here. I think uh, we see Asante Samuel Jr. go here. They need some help back there, and uh, that's that's the best what's left on the board right now. Asante Samuel, who should be a Hall of Famer, his son is drafted in the first round. Very cool. Very cool. People my age, they would obviously still remember their da- his dad, who's a stud. Pick 29, Green Bay Packers. Yeah. Um, Green Bay Packers have Aaron Jones um, and Dylan in the backfield uh, for their running backs. They have plenty of deep threats outside of Devontae Adams with <clears throat> Valdez, Scantling, and Lazard. I do think they help him out. Um, this could be a center here because they lost uh, Corey Lindsey. But I like them to take a wide receiver running back hybrid here. Kadarius Tony. he's still on the board. Um, he's very multi-purpose. He can he can help in the return game. He can take slants. He can take drags. He's a very over-the-middle, quick, shifty guy. I think it adds a whole new element to their offense. It's a fun pick, as you as you noted in our mock draft 1.0. The highlight tapes on this kid's gonna be really fun on draft day. So definitely. Pick 30, Buffalo Bills, one of the better teams in the league last year. Uh, young hot start, Josh Allen at QB. Who are they taking? 
Uh, I think they're getting some more help on the uh, defensive side. They'll pick up uh, Aziz Ajulari here and uh, help. help. Outside linebacker out of Texas. What's that? Said outside linebacker out of Texas. No, no. He said the edge rusher out of Georgia. Georgia. Adulari. Edge rusher out of Georgia. Yeah. Not Texas. Really? Oh, you're talking about Joseph Azai. Yeah, that's my bad. Yeah, you're good. Um, but still. Pick 31 was just recently acquired by the Ravens. Yeah, this was in a, a trade crazy for Orlando trade. Brown. Didn't see this coming. Kansas City plays with a different cap than anybody else in the league. I don't know how they do it. But the Ravens getting a second pick. They selected Gregory Rousseau at pick 27. Brad, you got him again. What are they doing? I think when Lamar misses, he misses high. They need another target when they're in the red zone. They seem to be unstoppable from 20 to 20. Then it shrinks up. Um, I think they go Terrace Marshall Jr. LSU. Well, if he's missing high, six four should be high enough. Exactly. Yeah, they six, get a big four, two hundred pounds. Terrence Marshall's a beast. LSU second wide receiver out of LSU taken in the third in the last two years. They're becoming wide receiver U over there. Yeah. All right, Anthony. Pick 32 belongs to the Tampa Bay Bucks, the reigning, defending, undisputed Super Bowl champions. Who is uh, who's selected by the Bucks here? Lots of players available still. There is a ton of players available here, uh, but I think they uh, go with a safety here and pick up Elijah Molden to uh, help them back there. All right. Well, that wraps it up. I mean, mock draft 2.0. So we obviously we just went through the entire first round. Brad, do you have any players that are still available that you're just like, wow, easily a first round pick in day two? Uh, Travis Etienne, I didn't think is going to slip out of the back end of the first round, but he's going to be a quick day two. Um, Jalen Mayfield, if Tevin Jenkins were to go, I thought Jalen Mayfield is a better prospect there. Um, Rashad Bateman, really good wide receiver out of Minnesota, doesn't make the cut. Anthony, and I, is, there, is there anybody you like that's still available that for a, for a nice first-round pick in day two? Uh, I think our offensive linemen are at a premium here, and uh, you still have Alex Leatherwood out there from Alabama. Who, so uh, one of the things I've been – I'm glad you brought that up. The, one of the things that I've been preaching to a lot of people that get upset and are up in arms about the Jamar Chase move. So as of right now, we just did a, another mock. Sammy Cosme out of Texas, Alex Leatherwood out of Alabama. Zayvon Collins from Tulsa, outside linebacker. Jalen Mayfield, Michigan. I'm just going with offensive tackles. There's still three very good offensive tackles that are going to be available in these next five picks for the Bengals to select. Jamar Chase, for me, just makes more and more sense by the the minute. Um, The fact that Zayvon Collins, outside linebacker from Tulsa, didn't go is shocking. And maybe not shocking, but a guy I think has the chance to go on day one, I have him in my mock draft going, is – Javon Holland, safety from Oregon. He opted out last year, but um, he he was ridiculous when he played his two years at Oregon. So watch out for him to get picked. Yeah. Super fun, guys. I appreciate you guys joining us. Brad, Anthony, it's been real. Any closing words? Can't wait for Thursday, man. I cannot wait. 
I hope you guys are half as excited as I am because I cannot wait. Love the draft. Definitely ready for Thursday, and just thanks for having me along. Absolutely. Yeah, Anthony, dude, you're a blast. Come by anytime. Um, we'll have uh, we'll have division breakdowns here coming closer to uh, NFL season. We did those last year. I think they were a hit. Would love to have you on for an NFC South, even though I'll beat you up about t- Tom Brady owning you guys. <laughs> but uh, we'd love to have you on again, dude. You were a blast. Thank you again. You guys, thanks for listening. Anthony, do you want to tell everybody where they can find you on social media? Uh, I'm. You can find me on the Facebook page. I'm just uh, – I don't really do a whole lot of social media, but, yeah. Okay. You see me talking on the Real Talk page every now yeah. and then. Cool. For sure. And I, I'll be tagging him in the uh, in the post, too, that will go out. So be on the lookout, guys. Let him know how he did. Give Brad his crap. And I'll see you guys next time. Come on.